Blog Talk Radio. I didn't know. I'm glad somebody told me. Can y'all hear me now? Can you hear me now? Please tell me you can hear me now. I do apologize for that. I'm just talking and I ain't got no sound. <laughs> Man, I tell you, this this blog talk is something else. Uh, okay. Doggone it. Doggone it. Doggone it. You know, I don't know what's going on. Okay. All right, so as I was saying, welcome to the show, y'all. Um, hope everybody had a great weekend. Uh, we got a lot on, on our plate um, to talk about today. We got to talk a little bit about Kanika Jenkins' um, case. We got a little information on that. Steve Bannon, um, Trump, 45, taking money away from the insurance companies, uh, and so much more, so, so, so much more. And plus, it's your day. It is your day to uh, this is your day to tell us what's, what you want to talk. What's on your mind, huh? What's 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 really getting on your nerves? You know, yeah. That's why it's Soapbox Monday. You know, so you can stand up on that box, that soapbox, and just do what you and just say what you need to say. I know some of y'all are too shy to say that. So, but you know how what you can do. You can always send me the email I said for you, ericletstalk at gmail.com. Hey, you take send it to me, I can tell you. I'll say it for you. Uh, we also have the chat room open at www.blogtalkradio.com. And let's see, is there anything else I need to say? No, I think that's about it. Of course, you can call in to the show, 347-838-8622. So those are all the, all the things you can be a part of, ways you can be part of the show. So. Now y'all have heard me talk a whole lot. Let me bring the other half of this team in, and because I know, yeah. Let me bring the other half of this team in. All right, P. Ross, are you with me? Are you with me? How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing well. Yes. Yeah. I'm definitely with you. We ready? We ready for this show? 
Of course we're ready for this show. We're always ready for a show. Even when we're not on the air, we're ready for a show. <laughs> we look, we practice when we we practice when we ain't on we not on the air. So I mean really, yeah, we ready. Yeah, we yeah. ready. Yeah, be outside pushing the lawnmower talking like we on the air or something. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. We got a lot. Got yeah, it happened. You know, there's a lot that went on in the last few, you know, last few days. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We want to hear what you have to say. Y'all always hear what we have to say. We want to hear what you have to say today. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, we want to hear what y'all have to say. <laughs> Even if it's on something we're talking about, yeah, we want to hear your point of view. Because, see, me and P. Ross, we talk all the time, so we know what each other's point of view on is on it. You know, sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. But we know. So, you know, we want to know um, want to know what you're thinking, all right? What's, what's, what's getting under your skin lately? And as I was saying, I hope everybody had a good weekend. And you didn't wake up this morning regretting something you did last, I mean, over the weekend. Because you know some of y'all do. Y'all go out and get zooted, and then y'all wake up Monday morning and be like, man, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> it's okay, though, because we all done it. We all done it. I mean, yeah. You know, it's one of those things. <laughs> it's one of those things. But anyway, enough of that. Let's get the song of the day out the way and the quarter of the day out the way, and then we can go ahead and get started with the show. We got plenty of time. We know we no need to rush. Uh, yeah. All right. So, without further ado, here's Jeremiah with "Starting Over." Uh, we'll see y'all in about five minutes.
Um, but let's see. Okay, so it's time that time of the day where this wisdom gets put out. You know, cause we always put out some wisdom one way or another. But it's that time where we get started putting the wisdom out. Yeah, that's what we can say. All right. So with no further ado, here's T. Ross. Still don't like that Pac-Man, but it's all right. We're going to work on this. Anyway, the quote of the day is by none other than Jesse Jackson. And it simply says, at the Mm. end of the day, you know, we like to say that at the end of the day. At the end of the day, we must go forward with hope and not backwards by fear and division. Again, it says, at the end of the day, we must go forward with hope and not backwards by fear and division. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yes, yes. Yeah, I guess I, I can see that. I, I, I guess I can. Um, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty deep one right there. That's well, a pretty deep one right there. That's why I'm going to let you have the first stab at it. That's why you're going to let me have the first step? Oh, hey, I'm still trying to break it down. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm still trying to break it down. That one messed mess my brain up. I really got to admit it. That one just it sent me for a loop. So go ahead. Break it down to me. <laughs> now, you know where we are today. You know there's a lot of division within in, in the country, and, you know, it's being caused by people's ideas of, of what we of what they think you know, our country should be like, what our world should be like. But, you know, there is always hope. You know, there is hope in what you believe and how you see things. And you stay focused on that rather than all of the rhetoric, you know, and and, and the false narrative that's trying to be put out there to make you think that you are powerless to do anything about it when that in, in itself is just not true. You know, because you have your own ideas, you have your own beliefs, you know, and you know the direction that God is taking you in. And as the Bible says, if God be for us, then who can be against us? Therein is our hope. So regardless of what they say and what they're trying to put out there, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, there is that hope from the one, you know, from the most high God, from the one that created it all. Hmm. So that's what I got out of that. Now, y'all All right. Might not, y'all, y'all might not disagree. Y'all might not agree, but hey, they each his own. <laughs> okay, I agree. Uh, uh, yeah, I agree. I do. I, I can't say I don't because uh, you know I don't. So, and we're gonna leave it right there. We're gonna leave it right there. All right. So that was your quote of the day, and that was by Jesse. You know, I think that would screw me up being by Jesse Jackson. You know, I, yeah, I, I never pictured Jesse Jackson. It kind of messed, yeah, it kind of messed me up too when I because I read it, I was like, oh, I like that, and then I read who it was by, and I was like, really? Yeah. Really? Now, out of all people, Jesse Jackson. You know, <laughs> it must be. Look, it must be another Jesse Jackson. That must not be the same one. 
that's what I'm going to say anyway. You know, that's what I'm going to say. But then again, yeah. I may be we, wrong. We, I doubt it. Yeah. We all have our moments. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I guess so. All right. So let's get to moving on with what we got going on here. Um, Hot. Hot. What's hot? Holly Kaepernick. That's what's hot. You know, and I'm glad the brother is not just going to let let them continue to treat him any kind of way. Because personally, I do believe that the NFL is blackballing this this young man, and it's it's not fair. It's really not. Um, no. Although he did say when he was talking that you know if that would that is that would happen, if that is what would happen, you know it just happened. But. I think they they were taking it a little bit too far, especially with the quarterbacks that going that's going down the injuries now in the NFL, especially yeah. Marcus Mariota and the Tennessee Titans. You know that's the perfect offense for him. You know they run the same the same type of system that they ran in San Francisco, the same kind of system that he was in in college. Perfect. But then they go out and get Brandon Weed, who played at Texas Tech, that. Was a gunslinger. Texas Tech just throw the ball out the shotgun. They don't do no um, read option. Now I know half of you don't know what I'm talking about, but my, I'm trying to say this too. They rather sign somebody. They have to change their whole offensive uh, uh, plan for instead of bringing in someone that can work under the, the the plan that they already have in place. That's all I'm saying. But the the um, the general manager has came out and said, you know, we don't want the circus. So we that's why we're not gonna do it. And and when one general manager say that, you can bet believe the rest of them feel the same way. Cause they've talked. Don't think they haven't talked. They've talked about it. You know, everybody come up with these we all these great excuses why you know and for one time for one while the excuse was well his skills have diminished. How you know you haven't even given the man a trial? <laughs> you know, and he even said he even said he would go and try out for any team, and nobody has to know about it. You know, and he still hasn't got a shit, gotten a shot. He said he'd go anywhere to work out for an NFL team, and was fine if the workout was kept private. See, he said he is he was looking for an opportunity to play and wanted to be judged as a football player. Yeah, so. That's one thing he's not being judged as. They, they, you know, the NFL comes up with all these excuses, you know, but that is, that's not the reason why this boy ain't, ain't just not being, um, just not playing right now. It's not his skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. But anyway, he filed a grievance for collusion against the NFL owners, <laughs> uh, which I, 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 I didn't see this coming, but. I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure he has some counsel, counsel to tell him that. Um, the filing demands an arbitration hearing on the matter, says the NFL and its owners have colluded to deprive Mr. Kaepernick of employment rights in retaliation for Mr. Kaepernick's leadership and advocacy for equality and social justice and his bringing awareness to peculiar institutions still undermining racial equality in the United States. Now, 
He said a whole lot right there in that, that little sentence, you know. And let's let's be honest. It, it's it's he messing with that money. <laughs> you know, just like just like forty five messing with the owner's money and they showed all this, this fake unity. That's what's going on right here. The owners are afraid, I do believe, that um that if they sign Colin Kaepernick, they're gonna lose some fans and sponsors. And, and you know, and when you think about that, that's basically what it comes to. What money? And, and we say it on the show all the time. If you want to know the truth about the whole thing, follow the money. So, um, Kaepernick's attorney sent a copy of the complaint to the National NFL PA Players Association, as well as the NFL and all 32 teams. He tweeted out a statement Sunday saying he filed the grievance only after pursuing every possible avenue with all NFL teams and their executives. Uh, see, NFL teams and their executives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Kaepernick's grievance will be overseen by Stephen Burbank, the NFL's special master, who will likely hold a conference call with both sides this week. That's according to a source. You know, they always have these sources. Don't they can't really say anything, but they say it anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, the only thing I find wrong with this, I wouldn't use the NFL's um, people. I wouldn't. I wouldn't use the NFL's people. I would try and bring in the outside one, and that way, I think it'd be a little bit more fair. I do. I really think it'd be fair. Because this guy here, he's already associated, attached to the NFL. You know, you think he really gonna find anything wrong? Probably not. But what your, what are y'all thoughts on that? Do y'all think um, Kaepernick can win this case? I, I think he can. I really do. If one, because of the statement the Tennessee Titans general manager made. Now, for those that don't know what collusion is. Because <laughs> I, I have to put that out there Collusion is secret or illegal Cooperation or conspiracy Especially in order to cheat or deceive Others Okay So that's plotting secret understanding Okay So that's that's what it is Alright P. Ross what you think about this Think he can win this case uh, I think he got about a 50-50 chance 50-50 because just what you said, at the, at the end of the day, it's all about the money. And then using their own people, who's going to look at him and say, oh, well. And, you know, and you know, it, it, it really probably would have been better if, if, if he had an independent, you know, arbitrator, you know, that could mm-hmm. really look at both sides, you know, objectively mm-hmm. rather than subjectively. Because the narrative has been changed from what he originally stood for, and 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 there's no way you can erase that from the people's mind now. You see, because they're talking about well, he's not standing for the flag, and now all these people have joined in, and they're disrespecting the flag, they're disrespecting the military, and it was never even all about that. So the purpose and the reason has been tainted. But now, if they look at his skills, and they, and then they just go. You know, by that, without all of the rhetoric, without all of, you know, the backlash happened from this one man, 
taking a personal stand, then yeah, you know, they can say, well, yeah, you, you have blackballed him. You know, you have misrepresented him. But when they look at the bottom line and, and look at all the numbers and say, hey, this is what you started, and this this is the result because you took a stand. So then how much more so if you continue to take this stand, won't our numbers fall? Won't attendance fall? Won't ticket sales and advertising and sponsors continue to decrease? And nobody's going to want to take a chance on that. Without, now I would say this, you know, Without certain stipulation that say, okay, you got you you, you got to put all this behind you, and you're gonna stand for the answer. See, I don't, I don't think, I don't think they're gonna do it without without strings attached. That's why I say fifty-fifty. Mm. You know, I, I I didn't think of it like that. And here's uh, why does he have to? Uh, I mean, should you know, he? Okay, here's the question. Here's a question I'm getting at right here. Okay, should he should he say, okay, I'm I'm no longer gonna kneel. I'm gonna stand with everybody else. Uh, you think he would get a job in the NFL then? No, not necessarily. He not necessarily. Why not? not I mean, he's, not he 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 stopped his he stopped his protest. You know, he stopped his protest. But then you may you but then you may have those who say, Well, the damage has already been done. Uh, See, because, yeah, just because, well, because just because he stopped doesn't mean everybody else who followed behind him is going to. Mm-hmm. Well, I think so, that's not on him then, is it? No, it's not, on, not him. on him. And and really now if you look at it, if you look at it, what they're doing is not really on him either. Mm, right. That's not on them. That's not on him because he never asked anybody from the jump. He said he never asked anybody to risk their careers. This was his decision solely. He didn't ask anybody to come with him. And that's the part people keep missing. You know, these people joined in because more more so because of what 45 said. Mm. Now, that's when a whole bunch of people got on the bandwagon. If we really want to tell mm. the truth about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that is true. That is true. You know, once forty five got on, it really took a, took took on a whole different. But see, once forty five got hold of it, though, it became more about the money than anything else to the owners. And, it wasn't about the protest. And that's the thing. And that's what I said. They changed the whole narrative. See, now you get not only do you have the NFL, but you know you got WNBA. You 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 have high schools and colleges now doing the same thing for causes that are within their organizations that are unfair and unjust. Still, nobody wants to tell the truth of the matter because they still want to make it about that piece of cloth, you know, and 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 military <laughs> veterans who and military veterans who. Who, who, if they are people of color, still don't get any respect. So how is it about them? Mm. Mm. Well, when you they put it that way, it, 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 huh? See? See, you know they just signed an executive order about all those people who, 
who fought in a war, fought in Iraq, Desert Shield, Desert Storm, Afghanistan, or what have you, if they were citizens, you guess what? They get deported. What's the hell kind of respect is that? Now, let's just be honest. It's not about the doggone military veterans. It's not about no red, white, and blue piece of cloth. Mm. So then, the what is it about? The, 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 the fact of the matter is that nobody wants to take responsibility and nobody wants to take accountability for how this country treats people of color. Mm. Nobody wants to come now. and sit to the table and talk about that. <laughs> now, well, so, uh, you, you, go ahead. Go ahead. If I can take the focus from that and make it about something else that everybody is supposed to be genuinely concerned about, you know, then, hey, let's do that. And everybody gets upset about a red, white, and blue piece of cloth. That is that has been disrespected from the day of its inception because when it when 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 the rules of how the flag should be displayed it shouldn't be on anything except the flag but we got it on t-shirts hats clothes shoes socks paper towels all of that but if you read exactly what you know. The, the the statues was for the display of the flag. It shouldn't be on any of that because that too is disrespectful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. No. See, so then, 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 then what is if if it's not that, then what is the real issue? Hmm. You know, and here's here's an example. Of, of you know the type of thinking that's going on, and I think this is uh, a lot. This is I'm not gonna say the majority, but a lot of individuals are thinking this way right here. I'm gonna read something Mike Dicker said, uh, and it was it was. I'm just gonna read. It. Okay, all of a sudden it's become a deal now about oppression. Dicker said in the radio interview, there has been no oppression in the last 100 years that I know of. Now, maybe I'm not watching it as carefully as other people. You know, uh, he went on to say that uh, if football players don't respect the country, they should go somewhere else to play football. Now, see, here's the piece that that, 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 that really gets under my car. Why anytime people of color protest or do anything, that's the first thing you say. You can go somewhere else. Well, here's a, here's, here's a, <laughs> here is a news flash. Y'all brought us here. We didn't have to come here. You know? But see, that seems to be the, 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 the line. <clears throat> yeah, that, that seems to be the line. You know, well, if you don't like it, go somewhere else. Why don't you go somewhere else? It'd probably be better. Oh, because everywhere you go, you destroy stuff. And that's the truth. But anyway, back to this. You know, that's something totally different. Um, you know, there has been no oppression in the last 100 years that I know. You know, and, and a lot of individuals are looking at that, and they think the same way. I don't see no oppression. I don't. And then you have individuals like Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis, who swear, if you've been through it, I'm a man. Yeah. You're you're ussy. That's what you is. You're not no man. You want to stand up for a brother, you know, the, and you're going to say, well, we was getting ready to sign him, and then his wife put out that tweet. 
So that's why we didn't sign him. Really? Because of the tweet. That's why you ain't signed this, this player that you could have had on your squad? Because his wife put out a tweet? Come on now. We really going to buy this? Oh, are we really? And see, I, I think Colin can use that also in his defense with the arbitrator. I really do. <clears throat> but um, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep a track on that one because it's gonna be an interesting thing. I wonder what's gonna come out. You know, I guess that's the most important thing. What's really going to come out of, of, of about what's really going on, if anything? Huh? What you think, Pete? You think anything gonna come out of this as far as telling us what the real deal is with the owners? You know, the owners have a meeting. But this this it, week it, or next it, month. It, 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 eventually, it, it it will, you know, even if it's leaked. But I, I, mm. I doubt if it, I doubt if the truth will intentionally come out. <laughs> I like that intentionally. Yeah. 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 All right, y'all. So today is Soapbox Monday. So if you got something <laughs> on your mind. It don't matter. It don't have to be about what we're talking about. Give us a call, 347-838-8622, or, or you can come on and talk about it. I mean, you can, um, you know, talk about what we're talking about also. Yeah, it's okay. We're here. We're here for you. <laughs> we're here for you. All right, so there's some updates in the Kanika Jenkins case that's uh, interesting, to say the least as more details are being released by the, the, the police department. And um, the more, you know, here's the interesting, the more things come out, the more questions we have. <laughs> okay? Um, now, here's what said. We already know the body was found in the freezer. Okay? Now, uh, uh, witnesses say the body found by a hotel employee it was found by an employee, because Mays asked who found it. It was the employee who found it. There was no sign of trauma, on except a small cut or incision, depending on who you listen to. One person said a cut, another pay, person said incision. Now, to me, those are two separate things right there. You know, because an incision more like, is more of a perfect, you know, you know what I'm saying, P? It's more of a perfect cut. It's, it's intentional. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's Besides a medical, a cut, it's, a med- gonna... it's a medical cut. And incision yeah. is, is more of a medical thing. Right. So, yeah, that's that what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, incision on her foot, and she was laying face down, missing, and she said she was missing, or she lost one shoe. <laughs> you know, I want to, and it didn't say whether the shoe came off the foot that had the cut slash incision on. See that, that once again, there's questions about that. Her friends say she was um drinking cognac, you know, but she was not acting like her usual self and was acting kind of sad. But she didn't smoke any weed or or take any drugs according you know any drugs as far as they know. Once again, we already have the autopsy and we already know there was medication for epilepsy and migraines in her system. So if she didn't take them then. There, where did she take them at? How did she get them? Okay. 
Now, here's a big question that everybody was trying to figure out. Why was this freezer on if the kitchen wasn't in use? Well, hotel, hotel employees said the freezer had been loaned out to a company launching a new restaurant in the building. So that's why the freezer was on. Come think about it, no one said, did the freezer have anything in it or not? You know, we never thought about that, did we? No, we never thought about that. Okay, so that's something else we got to think about. Uh, let's see. And here's something that really, really, really got got me got my attention. Um, according to the to police officers, Jenkins' mother twice, not once, but twice, refused to have, let police um, examine her cell phone, her daughter's cell phone, for possible clues. Not once, but twice. Now, if 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 it was me, yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. If, if it's going to help you, but why would you not want them to 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 examine it? Uh, why? Is there something else we don't know about? See, and, and like I said, the more information come out, the more questions come up, come about. Um, and then you know, on, on YouTube, there was all these. She. she she was supposed to be in the background saying, help me, help me. Um, they said that comes from a song uh, being played by somebody named Chief Keith, some video. Now, I ain't going to lie. I went and tried to find the video, and there's an artist named Chief Keith, but I couldn't listen to all those songs just to find help me. I'm sorry, the, the word help me. So the artist is real, though. It's real. So maybe that's what people was hearing. Also, there was a claim that you could hear somebody saying two hundred dollars, and they they say, "Well, you know, the shoes she was sold for two hundred dollars." All right. So the witnesses said the two hundred dollars mentioned in the video was a reference to it, um, the hotel fine, using the hotel's parking lot without a permit. So if you use the parking lot without a permit, you was charged two hundred dollars. That's what they. I mean, that's what this is what witnesses are saying. All right. Um, now, of course, Chicago City Council is proposing an ordinance that they want hotels and places with public access to restrict, to put up signs, you know, that say restricted area, you know, employee areas only. Uh, in, the, in the freezers, they want to put um, alarms and, uh, what is it, emergency latches that can be released from the inside. Okay? So... That's what they want to do. But I, I want to go back here. See, I want to go back. So that's the update right now for what we got with that. But why wouldn't the mother want them to examine her daughter's cell phone? You know, that that is one that, that has me more puzzled than anything else. Here's, here's, here's another, here's another, here's another, here's another, here's another. All right. Um. The first one, no sign of trauma, small cut incision on foot, laying face down, Mrs. Shoot. Now, we know from the autopsy, okay, we do know from the autopsy that she had brain swelling in the brain, okay? Now, if there is no sign of trauma, 
In other words, nobody hit her up the head, no no signs of being cracked in the head, kicked in the head, anything else. Can we go ahead and say she fell in the freezer? When she opened the door, she fell in the freezer, hit her head on the floor, and that's what caused the brain swelling. Can we say that? Since there was no sign of trauma. But then, where did the medication that was in her system come from? Where did it come from? Did it? I mean, somebody had to know when it wasn't at her house, according to her mother. Okay, it wasn't at her house. She didn't get it at home. People at the party said, "Nope, they didn't get it from me." Even though we do know they had drugs up there, because the one guy was on the video talking about, "Let me take my weed and go." Okay, and he, somebody was background saying, that's the weed man right there. Okay, so we know drugs were there. She didn't smoke any weed. She just drunk some cognac. Okay, now, in that case, then where did this, this medication come from for the epilepsy and, and the migraines? And it was a therapeutic dosage, they said, which means it wasn't a lot. It was just... Like she was taking it every day, you know, like you take medicine every day and then you just a certain amount of being in your system. So how was she taking this medication and nobody knew about it? As I say, the more the more we find out, the more questions pop up and you'd be like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Because something's still not right with this story. They're trying to make it smooth, smooth it out, and make it seem nice and easy and what have you. But it's not. It's not. You can, you know, and it's really interesting to see how this is going to play out. They still haven't found anybody. Um, they still haven't found the the, um, the girl they've been looking for. You know, I think she has a lot of. Um, <laughs> they have have a lot of. Uh, uh, information That's probably why she went in the hide Now some people say uh, uh, A couple of A couple of them say You know they, they've had to go into hiding Because of people saying They sold their friend and things of that nature So they had to move From where they did to move outside The, the, the city limits or what have you Well you should They should because you don't leave a friend like that it didn't take all y'all to go upstairs to find her keys and her, 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 her cell phone. It didn't take all y'all. See, and that's what they, what kind of friends were these? These weren't friends. I don't even want to say they were associates. Sound like they were leeches to me. You know, how you, how you leave your friend knowing she tore up from the floor up? And you just going to leave her down there in the lobby? And a young black woman, too? Really? But you're going to come back and you're going to be on, on camera crying and carrying up and want to go out that no, no peace, no justice. Yeah, 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 no, 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 don't do me doing that. Because you shouldn't have left her in the first place. Now what you need to do is tell the freaking truth. That's what you need to do. Tell the truth. Y'all know exactly what happened to that girl. And they just don't want to say it, dang it. But they need to. They need to. 
See, I, about, I almost got riled up then. Oh, boy, I tell you, I had to calm down for a moment. But, yeah, I mean, what kind of friends are those, really? Just, they suck. They suck as friends. And if you, you watch the video, as bad as she was staggering, you cannot tell me when they were with her, she was walking okay. You can't. I mean, think about it. Even, even you know, I'm a man, okay? And even, I had a friend in Germany, right? I mean, not Germany, Korea. And, yeah, he was an alcoholic. He was. I knew it. He knew it. Everybody knew it. You know, so what happened was, what happened was, you know, he would get towed up. And I, well, no matter what we were doing, you know, we had to take care of him. And that's what I did. Even if that meant cutting short, cutting short what I was doing, make sure he got back to his barracks safely. Then I went back to where I was doing what we were doing. See, that's what a friend does. Ensure that you get you safely back where you came from. You don't just leave her there talking about you going up there to find her keys. It took all y'all to do that, huh? Mm. I tell you, just make you want to find them and beat them down. That's what it makes me want to do. Just find them and beat them down. Just beat them down. Now, her spirit probably be wandering around that hotel for the till somebody come and release her. But that's a whole other story. I'm not gonna get into that with y'all. <laughs> oh, well, I almost went somewhere with that boy. Woo! Yeah. All right, P. Ross, you want to add any more to that before we move on to the next one? <laughs> well, you pretty much covered all of that by your little self, you know. <laughs> but you did say one thing that was that was key. What kind of friends do that? You know, you know, we 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 have people we call friends, but you know, they fool me. You know, mm-hmm. they they're not really concerned. They're really not concerned. Uh, about you, they're just there to get out of you what they can get out of you. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, we we have to understand that because if you're really somebody's friend, as you said, you would ensure your first priority would be to ensure their well-being, especially when mm-hmm. they're in a state of you know where they're incapacitated or they're not fully coherent. But then mm-hmm. again, you know, but then again, you know. These young people, you know, who knows how they mind think these days. There's no sense of responsibility anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're, you're right about that. There's no sense of nah, you know. Not all of them. Not all of them. But yeah, some of them, you're right. You're right. Yeah. 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 You know, because what, what, what's been demonstrated, you know, before them. Say we we don't mm-hmm. we don't know like you say we don't have the whole story so we can't say we can only you know speculate until the truth does finally come out. Mhm. Yeah. You know, and and, and and every tear and the other thing we have to realize that that every every tear cried ain't ain't a tear of sorrow. Sometimes you cry because you're guilty as hell. Woo-hoo! No, you did say that. Yes, I did. <laughs> Ooh. You know, so and, and you got yeah. and you got to, and you got to live with that for the rest of your life. Mm. You know, you can only lie your way so far. 
But at the end of the day, the truth will come out. And if you know the truth and you got to live with that guilt, yeah, how long can you endure? Mm. Yeah. That, that you is know, I'm just saying, you know, that's just me. That, that's just my opinion. I don't know, you know, but that, that's just mm-hmm. how I feel. That's I mean, just I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. All right, y'all. Phone lines open three eight. I'm sorry, three four seven, eight three eight eight six two two. Tell us what's on your mind. All right, me and P Ross, we waiting on y'all. Let's go. All right, next up for discussion, that thing in the White House named Amoroso. Now, yeah, I know I'm saying her name wrong. I'm doing it on purpose. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Right there. Let me stop you in your tracks. Right there. Did you just say? And I quote that thing in the White House. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I said yeah, okay. it. I, I okay. Okay. I, I I was just clarifying because you know. Hey, okay. Go, uh, continue on. Hmm. No, thank you. Now, here's my problem. Here's my problem. Okay, first, let's let's see what I what I I'm gonna say about the articles first. Okay, first. There are some black Republicans out of the state of Florida that um, feel that Amarasa, uh, you know, um, has ruined it for black Republicans to get anything um, out of for African Americans out of the Trump administration. Now I'm gonna come back to that in a minute. Uh, they feel she has made it virtually impossible for any black Republicans to do anything with the administration. And that was said by Stephen Jackson. He's the chair of the Black Republican Caucus of South Florida. And he also feels that she has positioned herself to be the go-to person for all issues black-related, although the inner circle has no political experience. Uh, they also feel intimidated. He said people feel intimidated if they go against her in any way. She's got a direct ear to the president and could be fired. The people who goes against her could be fired. That's what they're saying. Um, claims that she, uh, but John Kelly, y'all know the general, has lately limited her access to the Oval Office. And, of course, he's saying what has happened is she's been feeding him stuff and basically triggering, uh, causing him to put them little crazy t- tweets out by feeding him unvetted news report and various topics. On various topics And let's not forget At a uh, black journalist convention She actually defended Donald Trump She really did 45 I should say She actually defended him That's crazy Now Those are the facts why the black Republicans are upset Okay That's why they're upset Now let me tell you how I feel about that thing Right there called Omaroso You know I'm just going to keep it real she a glory hound, all right? She a glory hound. She don't care nothing about no black. You know what? She's just got in there. She, it's a game to her. It's a game to her. She just happened to be around and happened, you know, they happened to have this relationship from the game show The Bachelor, the reality show The Bachelor. So for some reason, they thought she was, for some reason, they thought she was uh, going to help. You know, get the black vote. 
She has no job in the, in the White House. Really, she has no job in the administration. She doesn't. She don't. Yeah, she doesn't. And to add to it, if, if anybody's looking to try and go through her, talking about she represents the voice of the black, of the African-American, you, you're blinder than, 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 than Stevie Wonder. Because everybody knows that child is not African-American. No, she care less about her own people. If she even, even if she is black, you know, she could be white with a bunch of um, uh, makeup on or something. I don't know. You know. And then she married a, a preacher. <laughs> and then she went and married a preacher And here's the interesting part about that She was supposed to get married in Jacksonville, Florida Okay But she had to end up moving the wedding to Washington, D.C. Because the members of the church said No, you will not have her up in our church <laughs> uh, Now, let's be real Black churches are really accepting of a lot of things so for them to say no, you can't—that's she's—you know—that's not a good thing right there. That's not a good thing. Um. So basically, she's up there just for show. She's up there to put a little darkness in in a, a bright, bright administration. Um, she has no say so. You know, her her job is to call cause chaos. Her her job is to you know keep keep something going. She did it on um what's that show I just said celebrity, celebrity apprentice or whatever. Yeah. yeah yeah she did it on that. She hasn't changed any. That's her game. Keep dang on stuff going on and, and then that way people can take take their minds their brains off something else that's going on in the world. You know. Like that bomb that blew up yesterday in Mogadishu. You ain't much about that. Those those um, soldiers that were killed um, in um, where was that? Somalia, Somalia. Um, yeah. You haven't heard much about that. Even even after what this big old screaming, yelling match about, you know, respect our flag and really okay. You had two, three, what three, four Americans die. You know, what can I say? No, nothing been said because that's Amoroso's job. That's her job to keep the chaos going. You know, and, and you know, <laughs> I'm not even gonna say what else is her job is. You know, but don't go there. <laughs> don't go there. All right, I'm not gonna go there. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. But anyway, I, I, I'm sure that, that, like I said, y'all got something you want to talk about, man? Call us. We, hey, you can change the subject. It's fine with me. I'm sure it's fine with P. You know, today's your day to do that. You know, without anybody, you know, saying we talking about today's your day. Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. That's the number. Call me. Call us. I said they call us. We ready. All right, go ahead, P. Hey, you know, <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, when we talking about Omarosa, and like you said, she, 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 she does not have a position in the White House. So you know how you just have, you know, 
your little pawns, your little gophers that you use to to get information and keep their ear to the ground to see what's going on and, and you know, snitches, basically. You know, and, and you're mm. insignificant. You know, you're insignificant and you're invaluable, but you think you more than than what you are. You don't even realize, you know, it, the real perception of you, that you're just a tool that they're using for now. And at the end of the day, you're going to be tossed out like the trash that you are. Mm. You know. Yeah. Mhm. And and you know it's kind of really sad because you know you you really don't see because you exalted yourself to this to this position and you think that you more than what you are. Mm. So it's kind of you know that's kind of pitiful. It's kind of pitiful. It really is. Another side to that, I wonder how her husband feels, knowing the perception that this is his wife, you know, and this is public opinion concerning her. Hmm. See, I, you know, I'd be done told to sit an A down somewhere. You need to resign and act like, you know, should act, you know, I mean, you know that. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Supposedly supposed to be a man of God, and you profiling with, you know, this demon from hell, you know, this, you Mm -hmm. know, destroying them, dividing the the country, but, you know, really? You, 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 you in the wrong, you, you in the wrong place. Mm. But, you know, I'm just saying. I could be wrong. That's just an idea. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm not wrong. Oh no, no, we're not wrong. You know, I, and I, I, I didn't think about that part. Why? Why is it is the question we should ask? Why hasn't he made her sit down? Yeah. Well, I mean, if it was me and I was a preacher and I was a, and he's a pastor and she no, yeah. no, 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 wait a minute, slow it down. No, you need exactly. to come on, tell them goodbye. And come on, come on. Yeah, you know it's time for you, yeah. time for you to do your duties as a wife. You know, yeah. no, you don't need to be up there with them. Yeah, you know. I know. Yeah. Now, now I'm not trying to be chauvinistic or anything like that, y'all. So let's let's clear. Let me clarify that already, okay? But what I am saying is, you know, she need to be be a wife to this man. She married him. He married her to be up in there chasing up behind that orange person. You know, and as the words say, you know, um, 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 you're supposed to have certain characteristics, you know, as a, you know, a so-called woman of God or, 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 or whatever, which none of these you are displaying. You don't have none of these. So, you know, what God do you serve? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, this is interesting. You know, the the black Republicans say they can't. You know, of course, Democrats that I don't think they even worried about it. <laughs> you know, because even, you know, we already you know, see it. Huh? It's necessarily, you know, and, and you know, as far as what the black Republicans say. You know, I really now this is how I feel about that. Now, some of that may be due in part to 
to what she's doing and and how you know she's portraying herself and 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 um how she's being used by that administration but then again let's look at it uh, with everything that 45 has said it, does he really have any respect for the black republicans in the first place if she wasn't there would they be able to make any progress now let's just be real <laughs> good point that's a good point that's a good point. And you, then the answer to your question is no. They still wouldn't. Exactly. Exactly. So, so why, you know, would you make her a scapegoat unnecessarily? Because that is that is what that is what we do. Okay. You know. And, and, and when I say we, I mean humans. Okay. I mean humans. That is what yeah. we do. You know. You know. I mean, just you know, just. Just tell it like it is. You know, he he's not interested in hearing what you got to say, especially when it when it comes again to people of color. It's called a spade a spade, you know. Mm. Now, just, here's he, a question now, he, now, now huh? there's no problem. There's no problem with him when he makes makes it abundantly clear. You know, his one mm. goal for getting into the White House was to dismantle. You know, we probably I don't know if you talked about that already, or we're going to talk about it later. You know, was to get rid of Obamacare. Mm-hmm. You know, that, yeah. that, that's probably the one and only thing that he really wanted to do and that he's really been focusing on besides dividing the country. You know, and if that mm. don't tell you how he really feel or what his agenda is as far as people of color are, I don't know what, what can or what will. She is just a pawn <laughs> that he's using to get information. You know, the black yeah. caucus and the, and the black Republicans or, or what have you, you know, let you know anything that you're going to try to push past, anything that you're going to try to accomplish, you know you're going to get pushback from him. He's not even going to look at it. And definitely is not you know, going to take it seriously. You know, it's, it's, a, it's interesting that you mentioned that, especially the Obamacare thing, because that was, you know, I was getting ready to start talking about it. Uh, Obamacare and his executive order, but you know her her role is to, is the token black in, in the big house, basically. You know exactly. what I mean? So when he goes out into the, the African American communities, she goes with him, you know, to make it seem like you know it's okay. But we know it's not. <laughs> you know, it's not. We know she's just as much of a phony as he is. You know. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is. You know, just keeping up, your, keeping your, up, your, keeping up fake appearances. You know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. So, you know, that's that's what her job is, and people, you know, they think, you know, she's the cause of it, but I think that, like you brought up, you know, even if she wasn't there, it still would be the same. You know, it would still be the same. But then again, who knows? Maybe he could have had Stacey Dash up there. It would have been different. (laughs) 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 Oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, Yeah. And you remember who Stacey Dash was. She was the one talking about she could get. Black votes for uh, Trump when he was president. Yeah, the, the token, the the token that was on uh, uh what was it uh, uh Fox 
news for a while, then they mm-hmm. fired her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So maybe she should have been up in there. Maybe. You know, I don't know. I doubt if it would have made much of a difference. Yeah, it probably wouldn't have. It wouldn't have. So let's talk about um, this this Obamacare thing. Um, we know from who oh Lord what twenty ten eight some of that whenever Obamacare mm-hmm. came out, right? Yeah, they they um the Republicans that's been their mantra. You know, let's repeal and replace. Let's replace it. Of course, you know, mm-hmm. they've taken the head over 70-something votes and still haven't been able to do it. Wow. Well, then comes in 45. You know, that's one of his major, major promises. You know, ah, we got to get rid of it. It's imploding. No, no, no. Of course, it wasn't imploding. It, it really wasn't. And a lot of people are thankful for it because without it, they wouldn't have had insurance. Simple. Right, exactly. Now, I mean, we, yeah, we 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 had this this conversation on the show before. Um, but since his his party couldn't get it done once again in the Congress, he decided he was going to sign executive orders. His fifty forty ninth and fiftieth, um, actually taking the money away that would be going to the insurance companies to keep the premiums low. So he decided, no, we're not doing it anymore. We're taking it away. Now, and he's proud about that. He's actually proud about it. The only problem is the ones that's going to suffer are going to be the ones that need it the most, the low-income Americans. You know, like I said, we've had discussion before, and, yeah, Obamacare isn't perfect. It's not. It's not perfect by a long shot. But it's better than what was out there. You know what I mean? It was better than that. So he comes in, and and they're talking about an estimated $7 billion this year alone. This year alone. Now, I I thought about that. Now, besides just being spiteful and and want to erase everything Obama, which we know is is really the ultimate ultimate goal here, erase everything Obama, you know, why else would you do that, you know, take that money away? Now, now you got to understand who, who this kid, this cat is, and we have to go back to his his um promises, campaign promises to his base, because he got to keep them happy. Now he's got to keep them happy because right now they upset with him. They really are upset with him. Um, here's a tweet he put out after he signed it. Very proud of my executive order, which will allow greatly expanded access and far lower costs for healthcare. Millions people. Millions of people benefit. Health insurance stocks, which have gone through the roofs during the Obamacare years, plunged yesterday as I ended their dims win- windfall. Now that's what this man is, is 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 tweeting. So the millions of Americans he's gonna be helping, but what about the, the millions that is not gonna be helping? Right. You know, he's not concerned about it, that. No, but uh, and. Here's what I'm going with this. $7 billion. Now, let's remember, he still need money to build this wall. Let's remember that. Okay? So, Congress only gave him so much, but they're going to need much more to build this so-called wall. 
So where do you get the money from? Where do you get uh-huh. the money from? Bam. Yeah. I got it. And we're going to put it under the guise of, you know, we're going we making it better. Now, let's think about it. He, he's he's purposely sabotaging um, Obamacare. That's what he's doing. And he's, it, it's, no, it's no secret about yeah, it. He yeah, knows that's no, what he's doing. He said that. He bragged about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He brags about that, and, and, and you, you, you're thinking like, ah, uh, uh, now, you know, and, and what he's he's failing to, to to figure out is a lot of his constituency, you know, his people who voted for him, constituents, whatever, um, they can't, you know, they they're the ones who depend on it more than anybody else. <laughs> you know, they the ones who depend on it. So that, then the question becomes. Or how is it going to feel when they start questioning him about it? You know, why? 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 But here's something that 18 states, including Washington, D.C., have said they're going to sue. They're suing him to stop from ending the payments. Now, how how is that going to work? I don't know. Especially especially since um, near the end of this month or next month, I think the market is, is open for renewal. Let's see, let's see. I have it here somewhere in my notes. Yeah, at the end of September, states finalized their deals with insurance companies for 2018, signing contracts to lock in premiums. And open enrollment begins in just over two weeks, a time where millions of consumers would buy plans for 2018. Now, maybe, maybe, maybe you know, it's all right for 2018. Maybe. But the question is, what's going to happen in 2019? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, many states do they require or allow insurers to price in the possibility that Trump would dis- discount, continue these subsidy payments um, called cost-sharing reduction payments. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I must admit, I, I don't have I don't have to worry about Obamacare or any kind of other health insurance. I get mine. Uh, but for those low income ones, and I talk to a lot of people who say, you know, without it, you know, their, their kids wouldn't have got certain treatments, or they wouldn't have been able to go to the hospital, you know, just for checkups and things like that. So how how do y'all feel about this? Is, did he do the right thing with this? You know, now here's here's another issue I have, and I may be uh, talking out the side of my head. Why would you do this when you don't have anything else to replace it? You even haven't got anything to 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 plug in. Now, what kind of sense does that make? So you stop it one thing, but you have nothing to replace it once you stop it. So once it's gone, if it ever leaves. You got people out there with their butts hanging out in the air. That's not right. That's not right at all. Of course, him and his cronies, they don't have to worry about it. They don't have to worry about it. No, and, you know, but them folk back there in Kentucky in the, in the mountains, in the hills, you know, the inner city kids, you know, Chicago, Detroit, 
places like that. They don't have it. I mean, let's be honest. It was helping them. It really was. It was helping. Guess 895 and 911. Thank y'all for stopping by in the chat room. Appreciate you uh, stopping by. But this is is really, really uh, a bad move, I believe. A bad, uh, very bad move. Now, as I said before, it, it's a part of the agenda to get rid of anything Obama. Let's be real. All right? And, you know, he talking about getting, getting out of the Iran nuclear attack. Um, the Paris Climate Accords, you know, of course, the Keystone Pipeline. Y'all remember that? Um, the, 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 the plan to, to stop DECA. You know, and, and this is this all what Obama had put in place. Obama stopped the Keystone Pipeline. He said, you know, no, 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 no. As soon as as soon as forty five took office, that's one of the first things he did. He went and okayed it. But since then, they had some issues with that pipeline. There's been leaks, so I don't know if they're still going through with it or not. But the bottom line is, it's two things that's going on here in this administration, and need to pay attention to get rid of everything Obama. Well, it's three things: get rid of everything Obama. All right. Build that dumb wall that, that, that just is not going to work, all right? And to get the United States as close as they can to war with anyone. I didn't say anybody in particular. I said anyone, anyone. Those are three things that's going on here. Now, you don't have to believe me. Like I always say, go and look at the stuff on your own. You'll see it. It's right there in front of you. It's right there. You know, but we see now there's another issue that's about to present itself for the United States, and I want to see how they're going to handle it. Now, remember a, a couple of weeks ago, I did a story about the Kurds voting to um, be se- separate from Iraq. Now, well, Iraq now is going into the city Kirkuk that is held by the Kurds. All right, and. and like everything else in that region, this is a battle over oil, okay, the, oil, the rich oil fields in that area. The problem is the United States has supplied Kurds with weapons and supported them. And, of course, you know they support the Iraqis. Now, if these two pieces, people, groups, decide to go to war with each other, where will America be then? Whose side would they be on? Because the battle is over all the rich oil fields. That is what this battle is over. The Kurds say it's theirs. You know, one reason why they voted for their independence. So, you know, you know, we, we handle our own. Of course, Iraq said, yeah, no, 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 no. You still fall under us. So we control all this. And bam, that's what they, they headed. They headed for a confrontation. So let's see where America going to fall at in that, being that. You are supporting both sides. <laughs> but, of course, we know it It won't be the first time two sides of America have um, um, supported and decided to um, um, go to war with each other. And America, of course, being the wonderful country that a lot of people think it is, kept supplying both sides. You know, just whoever won, that's who they were going to be with. 
I know that sounds bad, y'all, but that's the truth. Oh, that's the truth. All right, P, I don't talk too much now. Come on, help me out here. I think I don't talk too much. <laughs> but that's what's about to happen. It really is. You know, but, but, you know, do you think that uh, him doing this is going to make insurance cheaper? You think it's going to make insurance cheaper? For those who need it, well, we know for the for the um, no income people know it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to be cheaper for them. And and here's here's one of the other things I thought about as well, you know. And I think this was the biggest issue why everybody loved um, Obamacare so much. It included the pre-existing conditions. Now. I'm gonna tell you about that because I um I wanted to see how 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 it would work myself. So what I did was I applied for some life insurance. Okay, I did. I applied for some life insurance, and and you know, of course, you know, the, the, most of them require you to take a um, a physical. Oh, so they come take the, you know, do the physical or what have you. And well, did you have, do you have this? Do you have that? You know, some things I say yes to, some things I say no. Okay. And do you know? Came back and say, well, no, uh, we cannot issue a policy because of the medication you're taking. <laughs> I just laughed. <laughs> I said, wow, because of the medication, that's why you can't you can't give me a life insurance policy, really. Really? Now, just think of health insurance. If, if that same thing is going on in, for the, in health insurance market, that's going to be a bad thing. It, it's, it's just a bad thing all around. T, where you at? Uh, I'm the, okay. <laughs> oh, talk to me. Am I making sense? Am I making any kind of sense today? Okay, we know she got some bad weather over in her area, so she she may be in and out. But I'm making sense to myself. Oh, okay, yep, see, that's what I said. Uh, all right, well, anyway, so that that is it, basically, uh, for what I have to talk about. So what y'all want to talk about, I told you, 347-838-8622. It's Soapbox Monday. Y'all going to be calling in with issues you want to talk about. You know, come on. Uh, it don't matter what it is. It doesn't. It does not because I, you know, I can talk about anything. Uh, you know, I'm versatile like that. <laughs> hey, sister, Gordy, how you doing? <laughs> oh, sister, Gordy, are you there? Unmute yourself. <laughs> I sure was muted. <laughs> I know I do it quite often. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I just want to make sure. Pardon? Go ahead. No, no go ahead. I'm just saying uh, it's habit to try to keep from having noise, you know, in the background or whatever mm-hmm. when you're on right. the air. But how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. I'm in. The, yeah, I hear your co-host is is uh, your co-host is unavailable at the moment, but I always like to say hi to her too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just yeah, thinking about shush. what you've been talking about, Mr. Talk, and I'm sorry. I'm just mm-hmm. going to have to go on and lay it down, okay? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to have to accuse you of doing identity politics because the Obama administration was known to push the globalist agenda. Uh, he renewed the Patriots one and two on the executive order. He pushed gun control. He raised the budget for military industrial security spy network. Fast and Furious went down under his administration. He supplied ISIS with weapons. Uh, and then don't forget about Miss uh, Hitlery, where, you know, that was under his watch, too, when that ambassador was killed when they were trying to uh, move those uh, weapons there to uh, take out Gaddafi and, and, and uh, you know, and move on through mm-hmm. to Syria. Uh, also, the Affordable right. Care Act was not created by Obama, and it was, you know, they were trying to push that through for years, even under the, um, uh, as I recall, uh, even when Clinton was the president, they were trying to push something right. like this. But yeah. in my view, the Affordable Care Act was a bailout for the insurance companies because after they bailed out the banks, the people of America were so upset that they just couldn't do a straight-up uh, bailout of the uh, of the um, insurance company. So to me, this whole thing about the uh, Affordable Care Act that everybody wants to say it's against Obama, it's against Obama. Well, Obama wasn't no angel, and ain't none of them up there in the White House been no angels uh, no. as far as being concerned about the people. Uh, uh, so the Affordable mm. Care Act was never intended to solve America's problem of, uh, of uh, people not having insurance. Sure. Temporarily, some people got a reprieve from their situation, but it also caused other people to have to pay much higher premiums, so they just, you know, spread the pain around. They didn't solve the problem. Now, I'm not uh, uh, um, defending Trump because, as far as I'm concerned, Trump uh, is no different than any other president in the White House. He's theater, and the issues that they put out here for us to examine, really, I think I refer back to the pyramid, feudalism then and now. They really don't give a crap about us, and I think you already know that, so I know I'm not telling you nothing you don't already know. And as far as them not paying attention to Omarosa, they didn't pay attention to the Black Caucus when Obama was in the in the presidency. I remember an article where, mm-hmm. I, uh, where they was trying to have meetings with him, and he was blowing them off. Mm-hmm. So Trump, right. I think, I'm not defending Trump. I just think what we're calling against Obama is more uh, a, 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 um, uh, a little tiny swerve to more of a nationalist approach as opposed to globalist approach. And he's still doing some globalist agendas. He just made that big arms deal with Saudi Arabia, who's starving to death 17 million people in Yemen. Hmm. So that's my take on it, for whatever it's worth. <laughs> oh, well. Well, thank you. And actually, I agree with a lot of what you said. I do. I agree. I agree with a whole lot of it. And yes, I did know a lot of it. I did. However, 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 I still stick where I say that's part of the agenda, though. Get rid of everything Obama from history completely. Of course, I and like you said, I wasn't no big fan of Obama either, you know, because yeah, he, you know, he he was up to some crooked things as well. Um, but it's 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 interesting that you mentioned nationalism, because over the weekend, Bannon said um, that the white nationalist revolt will get Trump 440 electoral votes in 2020 to win the presidency again, another term. Uh, do you see that happening 
And, and, and is there a white nationalist revolt? I don't know. I have no idea. But I, 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 I think when you talk about him trying to keep his base happy, then uh, that's a few of the things that he's done seem to lean more towards a nationalist agenda. I'm not saying completely because he's just as much of a globalist mm-hmm. as Obama was because he's not running anything. He has mm-hmm. to do what the deep state tells him to do if he don't want to catch a bullet. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's how I'm yeah, seeing it anyway. Yeah. That's how you, you see know. it. <laughs> yeah, and you mentioned right. those soldiers that died in uh, Mogadishu and in uh, Somalia. I saw there was a big blast. I forget where that was. That Somalia that was the big the big blast. I think that was um, Mogadishu. Okay, okay, and there was something happening. So. Yeah. And there was also yeah. a black soldier that died in a couple of them, I think, in uh, Niger. I don't know what's going on mm-hmm. in Niger, but we do know what's going on because AFRICOM, everybody done forgot about AFRICOM, been there over a decade. Uh, you know, they sent mm-hmm. advisors over there. We we know when they say mm-hmm. they send in advisors. They send advisors to Vietnam, and we know what happened then. In my right. view... Uh, this whole talk about a war, 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 well, the war's already been going on, uh, and it's going to be a proxy war, and I said this 10 years ago, fought on the continent of Africa over their resources, and that's what the war is going to be with China and U.S. and Russia, of over-resources of Africa. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Huh. All right, Pete. So we, we forgot about I see you. Huh? No, I was talking to um, Ross. Oh, okay. Yeah, we forgot about... Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, we forget about AFRICOM. No, go ahead. No, Uh I'm just saying we forget about what's AFRICOM. You know, these these incidents, uh, blasts and soldiers dying in Niger are not isolated incidents. No, it's AFRICOM because they went over there to train uh, soldiers, uh, militaries in different countries of Africa for the purpose of what? So they'll kill each other. So there'll be a war on the continent of Africa, and they'll kill each other. And it's kind of sad that we are part of that being over there in the first place, I think. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, but I, I was about to say, aren't we already, you know, we are, I mean, just think of all, all the different, uh, call them skirmishes or wars that's going on now across the world. No, uh, can we say we already there? I just said it. No I said it's sad that we have okay. to be a part of that, although I know the soldiers have to follow orders where they're sent. That's where they have to go. I'm just saying, in mm-hmm. general, that I think it's sad that, you know, we have to be doing the the dirt for you-know-who. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Whatever yeah. is that in the You end. know, <laughs> well, we, you know, and you, you said it quite often, all wars are bankers' wars, right? Yes, sir. All right, then. So, uh, you know, we get, uh, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> you know, it, it's just interesting. Interesting how, how you you can just look at it, but it still escapes you at us, you know, sometimes as well. You know, actually what's going on. Because, well, me and you have said it a lot. No, sometimes you just have to back away from it and, and just take another and look at it from a whole different point of view, right? Yeah, I try. 
because we know China is, is in Africa building like crazy, loaning money like crazy. We know that's going on. Uh, but but see, I don't think we can take that in isolation either, because according to uh, you know Corbett report, he had a big uh, documentary on how China was uh, brought into the industrial giant status that it is today. Goes way back to when they sent Rockefeller sent history Hen, Hen, Henry, I call him Henry Hines Nazi Kissinger to China. <laughs> Uh, you know, to, okay. to offer them uh, a deal to bring them up to modern, you know, industrial standards. And um, mm-hmm. and then don't forget, when Clinton was the president, he gave China a favorite nation uh, trading status. So it, what I'm trying to point to is that it's all been in the plan all along. So it's not China that did anything by itself. They, it was, they were propped up to do what they're doing. Because there's there in my view, the whole system is being changed. The whole globalist agenda is you know marching forward, and so what we're looking at is a big change in the way they're running the planet. I mean, I mean, China's not in charge, uh, you know. Yeah, they're over in Africa building, and I saw a clip where, I think it was you sent it to me, I believe, uh, where, no, it was USSL had a clip where he showed uh, uh, in some small town in um, Ghana where they were digging for gold, and they interviewed some of the local people in the village and where they were complaining about the fact that their water table is being destroyed because of the digging of gold, and they interviewed a Chinese man you saw that where he was asked why did he bring guns there, and they showed pictures of how they had Chinese shops with Chinese writing all up and down the street. Uh, and uh, he said the reason he brought guns was to keep the local people from stealing from them. Well, you know what's going to happen eventually. <laughs> sound like history repeats itself, don't it? Yeah, it does. It really does. Um, oh, wow. So, okay, bringing it back over this side. So basically, we've gone from a globalist approach to more of a nationalist approach now. Is that basically what you're saying? No, I'm saying the globalist agenda has been going on. Excuse me, somebody's at my door. Yes. There was a package. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm saying the global (laughs) agenda was there. I'm sorry. I apologize, Mr. Talk. Uh, I'm saying the globalist. (laughs) The global agenda never stopped moving on. It's not new. It's been there. We weren't aware of it, uh, you know, uh, during the good times when there were plenty of jobs and, you know, and we were going along doing our thing and, you know, we didn't have all the understanding of what was going on. But we know the globalist agenda has been, uh, I mean, goes all the way back to what, Adam Weisspot and, and uh, Albert Pike and all those kind of people. This, they, you know, they they. <laughs> They have a plan, and they're working it. Hmm. Okay. And what you're saying makes a lot of sense when I'm thinking about it. P, where you at? You want to get in some of this conversation? I know she, she's back. <laughs> yeah, I just, got, I just got back in. I missed a lot of what y'all was talking about because I got kicked out and was trying to, you know, hear exactly what the topic was. I do apologize. 
How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, Susingoni. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Whatever that is. Whatever that is. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, all right. So this 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 move by forty five. Um, uh, I guess uh, uh, attacking um, this this Obama the insurance companies is not such a, a bad as as people making out to be. Yes, no. Pardon, say that again, Mr. Talk. Okay, what I'm saying is the insurance, what 45 just did with the insurance company, taking the subsidy money away, that's not really a, as bad as people make it seem there. Oh, uh, no, that's not it's what I'm saying. Anyway. I, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. I, I'm saying I know it's going to hurt some people, uh, but I, I was mm-hmm. saying that the, the Affordable Care Act, in my view, was never designed to solve the problem of not – having insurance coverage for all the people in America in the first place. The Affordable Care Act, in my view, was a bailout for the insurance companies. After they bailed out the banks, they also bailed out these uh, banks. Well, that's the same thing. You know, student loans, Sally Mae, all that was back. That was bailout for the... For for the corporations, they don't give a care whether we all have insurance or not. So all they did was Mm. spread the pain around under the Affordable Care Act. I don't know why people keep calling it Obamacare, because he he didn't create it. It just came through Mm -hmm. under his watch. They had been trying to Mm -hmm. get it through ever since Clinton was in the president. Some kind of, you know, not the exact system, but some kind of try to push through some kind of a health care system. You know, mm-hmm. so no, right. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, you keep talking about Obamacare, but Obama pushed the globalist agenda hard, just like W did. Very hard. Mm-hmm. Now, what the answer okay. is for in uh, for for the people in America, we know that uh, as under the industrialized countries, that in education, in insurance, health care. Uh, in uh, what is it when you, the uh, um, life expectancy, all of that, we're way down the pole on all those things. So I, I right. don't really think, yeah. So that's what, what I'm looking at. You know, they, the Affordable Care Act wasn't designed to solve that problem, in my view. It was a bailout for the insurance company. Mm-hmm. And didn't you just say that they made seven billion dollars in profit? Didn't I hear you say that? Yes. Oh, okay, yep. there seven you go. Billion. That's how much you can think. Yeah. All right, I got um somebody in the chat room, Val Valpo Bike Zero says globalism is bad, nationalism is very good. Nazis killed twenty five million, didn't believe in God, Stalin killed fifty, didn't believe in God. And when men think they are smarter than God it always ends in democide. And don't forget the godless American liberal has killed hundred and fifty million. Fifty one percent of black pregnancy ends in abortion. Where is black lives matter? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's probably your uh, friend from Texas hiding under a new name. Mm. <laughs> oh, you yeah, figured yeah. it out too, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. I know the MO. Yeah, that was the. Yeah, I was gonna say that was the giveaway. That last line there. My little mm-hmm. friend just called in right here. All right, All right take care, Mr. Welcome to the show. All right, thank you, Mr. Goldie. Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Yes, sir. <laughs> nah, this is Miss Lady. How you doing, Mr. Hello. Eric? I'm doing you fine, Miss Lady. How are you? I'm okay. I wanted to uh, ask 
And she said it was somebody from Texas. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway. No, she wasn't talking about you. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, I know. I know. But okay. I, I just, I've, I've been listening about off and on for about half an hour. But anyway, um, there's in my newspaper, There, I haven't had a chance to read it, but the headlines are that 70% of the states that voted for Trump, um, they're going to uh, have really a negative impact. Their insurance premiums are going to go up under this Trump plan. And now people that live in those states, I think Florida might be one, they're complaining. They're scared now that they won't be able to afford insurance because the premiums are going to go way up. So Obamacare was far from perfect, but it did help a large number of people that, like there were people that were interviewed. They, there were some people that had, like they had their small little companies, they work for themselves, their own little businesses, and uh, they might have hired, and they were able to to provide health insurance for themselves, their families, and their few employees. Um, it was affordable. Um, but what they're saying now, they're going to take the young people without health problems, insure them, and their premiums actually are going to be affordable, but everybody, the elderly, the with pre-existing health conditions, um, the uh, the premiums are going to go way up. I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see. I know this much. If those elderly people's premiums go up and they really can't afford insurance, they're going to be stretched too thin. Um, those Republican senators are going to be in trouble and at, at the next election. Hmm. You th- I, I don't know if they're, they're going to be in trouble at the next election. It, you know, because they're going to still blame Obama. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or Colin Kaepernick. Uh, you know, uh, it's going to be Colin Kaepernick's fault. He's going to be the next. Really. He's going to be the next huh? one to to get heat on <clears throat> all the ills of society. Hmm. So yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting. I haven't read the article yet because I didn't have a chance, but I just saw the headline. Hmm. Okay. Well, you, you know, we we discussed that, and I think I, I think they're based, you know, because there's surveys that's been done, and they're based like he's doing a a really really great job. Uh, uh, forty five. They think he's doing a great job. So the question isn't, you know, isn't, you know, until are they going to be reelected? And this excerpt is pocketbook. Like, you know, like one well, lady, she was so ignorant. She was saying, I don't have no Obamacare. I have the Affordable Care Tax Insurance. They're just ignorant. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of people still don't know that's what they did the same thing. And um, I was watching a show when it when when it first came out. I think it was Jay Leno when he was still on the air. And you know how they do the street the street interviews and things like that. Uh, uh-huh. He was like that. He was talking to he was talking to the lady, and he said, "Okay, what do you think about Obamacare?" And she was like, "Well, no, I don't like it." Da, 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 da. So he said, "Well, what about the Affordable Care Act?" 
oh, I, I think it's a good idea. It's a good plan because he's going to make it affordable. Now, <laughs> now you, we know it's the same thing, but that goes to show the mentality that, that what's going on then and still is today. Okay. Now, as Sister Gordon said quite often, Obamacare, you know, that's what the name, Affordable Care, but that is what Congress started calling it to ensure that his name be attached to it. You know, and once again, that was that was something to, to please the, the base. Um, but we know it's the Affordable Care Act, and as I was about to say, the sister ain't going because you know her line, you know. But anyway, um, you know, I, I understand. I understand, but huh? Um, but what I'm saying is, the, the Affordable Care Act, you know, or Obamacare, is so passionately known. Uh, it was better than nothing. It was better than nothing. Because I remember, it, it's, uh, what is it, New Hampshire? Well, where Romney was from, they had basically the same, uh, a similar system. You know, everybody was talking about, well, why can't you do it like that? So I guess it, it was a stepping stone. But then again, who knows? Am I Besides muted? Bail out of the bank, the thing. No, you're not. And the, and the other thing, uh, the other thing, um, it was that uh, what Sister Angoni said that people failed to realize was that this was the same plan that uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton, actually Hillary Clinton, came up with in 1993. It was not a different plan. They just called it the Universal Health Care Act. You know, the only thing that happened was that Obama was able to get it through, you know, by executive order. See, Hillary and Bill wasn't able to do that. But if you, if you go back and read or look up the University Health, the Universal Health Care Plan and compare it to the Affordable Health Care Act or Obamacare or whatever you want to call it, it's literally the same thing. And greetings, Miss Lady. Oh, hello there. Hi. Um, Mr. Talk, I just wanted to interject also, you just raised a good point um, that, you know, you you emphasized the point that they, for some reason, wanted to keep calling it Obamacare, Obamacare, Obamacare. Well, um, I think that's obvious that during that time, uh, that was because they were trying to help Obama get his base to feel like he was doing something. For them, that's politics. So to get mm-hmm. rid of... The reason they're calling it Obamacare, Obamacare, and get rid of it, Trump's getting rid of it, is to appease Trump's base. But it's not about the people. It's about politics, and it's about, you know, the corporations getting what they get. And do you think, Tony, he has to score some kind of a win, you know, in his mind? Because he was winning on, in a lot of fronts, right? So this is a win for him. Right? Well, yeah, he has to appease his base, like you said, like Mr. Talk said. But it was the same thing when Obama was in the presidency. He also had to give a perception to his base so he could get reelected the second term. Mm-hmm. So that's why they keep pushing Obamacare, Obamacare, because it's a mind game. It's it's, they don't care about – I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But you're right. Well, I was just going to say – yeah, and they don't care about the truth. They care about the people's perception of what's going on. Politics as usual. Yes, ma'am. In my view. Well, it'll be interesting uh, after this uh, 
takes effect, and uh, it will be interesting to see how you know what happens with premiums with the different categories of people, and and to see what their perceptions will be at that point. Maybe for the younger people, it'll be great because their premiums won't go up. They actually may even go down. Who knows? But it'll be interesting for the older demographic and the ill demographic and the funds of existing illnesses what their perceptions will be. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I guess we have to wait and see. Of course, you know, with these these states, you know, 18 right now, I'm sure there's going to be more um, getting ready to um, sue to keep it from happening. I think it's going to be a minute before we see any results, positive or negative results, from what has, what you know, the executive order. You know, I don't, you know, and it's interesting because, uh, you know, Sister Gona, she did bring up a point, a good point, and, and in the chat room as well. See, we, I think we often forget, and I do a lot of times forget that all these folk up there, they they're they're running the same gang. They they're in the same gang, you know. They um, you know, they they put on this play for us, the, the, the public. You know, they they get into go on these shows and argue with each other and you know, but behind closed doors, you know, they buddy buddy and they work on the next step. Um, I often go back to um Sister Garnet, who's that Carl Rove, I think it is? Yeah. What happened to him? I'm sorry. Hello? Okay. Yeah, okay. Hold on for a minute, Miss Lady. What what is that saying again, um, Sister Garnet? I know you you're gonna paraphrase it, but yeah, it was Carl Rove. He said, we're an empire now. We'll make history, and you'll study it. Then we'll make more history, and you'll study that. There was a yeah. couple of other sentences, but I think you get the drift. In other words, we, yeah, we that, it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if you if you think about that, that quote right there and look at what what's going on, it's the truth. It's the truth. Now, we... We 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 we're catching on to here, but they they're years down the road, you know, because that's the way they have set it up. Now, will we ever catch up? I doubt it. But be fun trying, that's for sure. It'd be a whole lot fun trying. <laughs> I think. All right. So, sister, I mean, uh, Miss Lady, if you asked what happened to Carl Rove, I don't know what. Well, I know there was one. Yeah, what happened well, to him happened. and Newt Gingrich and some of the other inflammatory well, folks? Well, Newt, you know, Newt is doing the circuit, the, the speech circuit, you know, and, you know, doing his little background advising. Um, Rove became the, uh, the chancellor at Baylor University, but recently That's he, you what? know, there's been, scandal, there's been a scandal, so, no, I'm sorry, that was Star. Kenneth Star, I think that was who that was. But anyway, uh, one of them. Yeah, but you know they they, they do their thing. They go and hide in their little caves until you know and do they the back door back room deals whatever until it's time to come out in the front again. And then you know they'll pop up. They'll pop up. You know, as long as they keep their mouth shut and they do what they told, they'll be all right. <laughs> I know that sounds that sounds kind of rough, but that's basically what it is. You know, I mean, let's think about it. All the, all the information those cats can give about, you know, what went on, what was said. I mean, we still haven't really found out what was going on with um, the gun running. 
uh, 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 thank you, sister, going to mention it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, um, you mean the Contras and the... No, no, not the Contras. No. When the ambassador um, was killed. The who? Yeah. The ambassador, yeah. I forget That's his it. name, the one that was killed over there in the Middle East. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that, Ngoni. Yeah, Benghazi. Yeah, that's it, Mister Talk. Benghazi. Yeah. Benghazi. Well, there's a good movie out, American Assassin, with Tom Cruise about this contra and the and the and the drug running and the gun running and it was interesting. Uh, Yeah. Well, you know, that's one of those things. They were allowed to make the movie now, okay? Because they have been there, done that. So the, the, the operation is much more sophisticated now than that. So they can show that now. See, we often yeah. say it. When you see a movie like that come out, nine times out of ten, it, it's been done already. You know, and after so long, yeah, we can tell them. Because they're going to believe that's what's happening now. But in all actuality, we back to Carl Rove again. You know, they're down the road working on something totally different. No, but we get caught up in that that kind of stuff right there. No, yeah. But I said I was gonna go see that myself because um, that looks trip. like interest. It is a, I mean, it's a trip. It's like, oh wow. So this is kind of even if it's a little bit true, you know, just you know the flying and the small planes and packing the planes with kilos and opening up the bottom and throwing them <laughs> out at a certain point in Louisiana. And the Pablo Escobar well, and the Medellin Hotel, and you out there in the village out there, and they got guns, and you know, you course well, do this, uh, but you, uh, and then you coming back, and the, and the CIA uh, uh, has you running guns. I, oh, it's just crazy. Well, yeah, it, it, I mean, it, hey, if that's what you want to make your money at, because money to be made. However. You know, I, I think about another show that used to come on, Miami Vice. You know, it's the same thing. Same thing. Been doing the same thing. So it's it's not like we haven't seen it before and don't know anything about it. Well, I mean, you I know. hadn't seen anything oh. like that before. I've never been in the judge culture or the gang culture, so I, it was interesting to me, and it was history. And they actually showed a real clip of uh, at the end with uh, so they have the hearing, and it was trying to find out the CIA was in collusion or orchestrated it, and there was Clever Walker Bush, and I mean, it was just really laughing. It was just, it's a trip, that's all I got to say. I mean, it was interesting for me, because I, I like to learn, and, uh, you know, you get different perspectives of things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, Fast and Furious. That's what I was thinking of. Fast and Furious. Thank you. Oh, I saw the last two. It was a little over the top. The, you the know last that deal, Well, you know that, that Paul Walker. Now, how does his Porsche crash in uh, L.A. and he dies? That was so mysterious. He was, and his father was just crying on television. He was crying. He said, his son said, Dad, I'm so tired of this. I want to get out of this. I want to get out of it. And then he ends up saying. What is it he wanted to get out of? 
I guess the whole industry thing. I don't know. I mean, there's only so much they can say, you know. Hmm. And you know they can remote hmm. control cars, right? <laughs> really? They can do that now? And then, have you heard of Mark from Anaheim? His um, YouTube clip. You should listen to this latest one. He used to interview all the time with um, Dick Gregory, and um, he has one from October 12th. And he goes in. He's done a lot of police work, uh, all kind of stuff, and um, he knows all about firearms. He's trained um, in law enforcement, been in the military, and he has an interesting YouTube clip about that Las Vegas incident. Yeah. You know, I I had to step away from, from looking at all that because that was giving me a, 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 a headache because, you know, there's something ain't right with that It was overload. He said that there were, he, people told him that were there that there were more than one shooter and there was a young lady allegedly that was running. She was able to run down the street to leave her car, and, and, and they said there was a lot of people ran into the airport and down there tearing down a wall, but they said the lady said somebody was chasing her with a gun. Mm. Okay. And then he said, you mark my word, they're going to use this to be able to um, put um, this policy where they can send in drones to kill people instead of well, they've been doing that already. That, that's that's not a, a new new strategy. Oh, uh, you know, well, they've Obama been sending in robots, right? But not. But I don't think they've sent in drones. They've been using robots. Yeah, Obama's sending drones to kill a lot of people. Little, little that is known. In this country, in, in this country, in, in ter- <laughs> instead in of a country. police negotiation. In every country. Well, I haven't heard that in the news. That that you were supposed to kill U.S. citizens. You weren't supposed well, then to. But then, what did you hear? But you then, how do you know about it? <laughs> how do you know that they've done it? Oh, I just say adversarial. Huh? I said you appear to be adversarial, but I'm just saying I don't. You know. No, I'm, I'm not being adversarial. I'm just telling you. I, I, letting you know that no he he's done that it's been done I mean you know and, and that's what we say all the time is like you know what they're doing or what you see now it's not the first time they've done it before you know they have mock runs or you know drills as we like to say um hold on for a minute we got two minutes left so if you you're not on the um switchboard need to get on the switchboard three four seven eight three eight eight six two two once again three four seven Eight three eight eight six two two. We're going in overtime a little bit, um, Miss Lady. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. Obama was known as the drone drone president. Uh, yeah, they've been. They, well, he's been I, sending he may drones. have done it from other countries, but I haven't have no, heard of them no. sitting in a drone to kill American citizens in a hostage standoff. So maybe you have. I just haven't heard it. But maybe it has taken place. <laughs> uh huh. 
the guy they killed in Texas was killed by a robot. You can call it a drone robot, whatever. But remember the the guy right. that was shooting the people in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that was robot. Yeah. That was a robot, but that wasn't a drone. But a drone is a, a is the same thing, really. If you can, you can get technical, but a drone is a, just a computerized uh, yeah, device. Yeah, I get technical. I get technical. I, I uh huh. I do. Look, but anyway, I everybody, have a nice day. My... It's been cool. I'm on my way to an appointment. Have a nice day. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's the matter, Mr. Talk? Uh, uh, huh? What's the matter? I just, hold on, just, <laughs> just, I don't know, just, I'll tell you later. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, the, the drones, you know, it, it, that's not nothing new. That's not nothing new. You know, that, <laughs> I can't help but laugh. I'm sorry, y'all. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay, anyway. Yeah, that's every week. So, what? Huh? That's every week. Yeah, so what about this Harvey Weinstein thing? Of course, we said this a long time ago when you talk about the Bill Cosby thing. That what was going on back then. So now they got this other, this white guy, which is, I don't know. He's really not white, though. He may be a Jew, maybe. But anyway, you know. So now all the some of the A and B listed actor actresses are coming out. You know, saying, "Yeah, you know, I was molested, or he sexually harassed me." Let's see how far this is gonna go. Yeah, they kicked him out of the academy, actors' academy, and stuff like that. But I want to see how far this is gonna go. Go ahead, Susan Goni. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just getting ready to be cynical. I was getting ready to say that's just some more. Some more uh, uh, data dump that they uh, throw in for the peasants to go running off and watch to see what happens with that. Now that's what that is—a data dump. And you know what I heard? I heard a uh, a discussion uh, by mm-hmm. Sophia Smallstorm. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. She's a great researcher mm-hmm. on Randy okay. Magnus show, uh, where she—I I can't do it like she did, but. She was given the details about Julian Assange, who was raised in Australia in a Jesuit school, and he was inducted in a organization called the Children of God. There was a lot of scandal around that mm-hmm. cult organization, and they changed their name to the Family International. She said they're all over the globe, and she said that in his um, uh, college years, in his um, uh, what is it, the, the, the when you graduate but then you go on a uh, graduate school, that uh, he was uh-huh. doing work with DARPA. Hey, hey. Uh, uh-huh. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, yeah. so she was talking about how, you know, he is the leader of WikiLeaks, and she also broke down Wiki and where that came from uh, uh, and how WikiLeaks is now used, uh, you know, commonly even by, you know, authors and different people to, uh, you know, to research there. And, you know, it's open source, so anybody can write anything. Right. But she was saying right. that uh, she wondered, she wasn't able to verify it, you know, completely, but she suspects because of his background that he may be sort of like a, you know, an asset that is used to do data dumps to put out information to 
scatter the masses. Oh, did you hear about this? Let's go look at that while they're, yeah, I'm something to think about now, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, that is something to think about. <laughs> wow. And don't mm, forget, mm, mm. when we talk about being citizens, when you do the etymology of the word citizen, you got to come down to the fact that it means subjects. <laughs> oh, subject. Subjects, yeah. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. As long as we think that we have to have these leaders and these authoritarians and these people with power, then we're going to keep getting what we've been getting. As far as I'm concerned Ain't nothing gonna change Because there's nothing new under the sun <laughs> Like you keep saying This is not new mm-hmm. It's not new That's one thing you can all you can say and be sure of It's not new It's not new so In our lifetimes different players. That's mm-hmm. right In our lifetimes Or all the way back to ancient times When you just dip into history a little bit Boy you see the program is still running Only they are trying to Looks like they're trying to make some some kind of adjustment on the program now with their AI stuff and all this technology stuff. But ain't that when uh, societies usually collapse when they get too big for their britches and think they can outdo yeah. nature and outdo yeah that's that yeah. So we know where we're headed, right? Let's just hope something mm-hmm. good is 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 um, going to come out of it, and maybe it will. There's always a silver lining if we look for it, right? <laughs> if we look for it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if we look for it, hmm. Yeah, but how 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 deep do we have to look for it though? You know. But well, I'm there. just uh, yeah. Well, I'm just trying to learn how to do that to keep my sanity or what I, what I got left of it. Okay. <laughs> because I really do think that it's it, it's the it, you know it, it's they keep this control game going because we consent and cooperate with it because we refuse to to see it for what it is. I mean, I think. What do you think, Mr. Talk? I mean, they couldn't do all this without our participation and our consent. Correct. They just can't. Correct. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> we can sit there everything all day and every day. You know, I, I thought about something. I was sitting in the restaurant eating and and it was interesting because I was eating, and I thought about it. I said, well, you know, everybody's worried about security, you know, this being stolen, that being stolen, you know. I said, but when the waitress come, you you just easily give her your, your, your debit card or your credit card and let them go somewhere where you can't see and, and supposedly charge your card. Now, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, huh, see how easy that is? To, to to get your information, and, and and when you think about it on a bigger scale, we do the same thing. We do the same thing. You know, you get a phone call or whatever. Well, you know, you sign documents, you know, your signature. You know, half the people don't read them. to get the document. Okay, you need to sign here, and it says this, this, this. You don't think about what it's saying. Okay. So you just gave them permission to do whatever they want to do. You know, that's like getting in the back of a police car. Uh, you know, if the officer walk up to you and say, uh, let's go and sit in my car. You know, 
Now, you don't have to sit in because he's not arrested, so you don't have to sit in there. But once you do, you give him all the authority he needs to go and check your car. Because you I'm sorry. Car I'm sorry, Mr. See, Talk, but hey, you gave him all the authority. I'm sorry, Mr. Talk, you gave him all the authority he needed when you opened up your mouth and answered any question he asked you. Yeah, but he still can't search your car without your consent now. But I understand yeah. what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. And, and yeah. we're saying basically the same thing. But what yeah. my, my point is this. On a daily basis, and just like you just said, we give them permission to do whatever they want to do. Because well, yeah, we just say, but, okay. Yeah, well, but uh, that was, well, okay. You're right. Uh, now, I was taught by my parents to read before I signed anything. And so I, right. I know the importance of that. However, I also know uh, that usually the papers that you're signing are written in legalese, and since I'm not an attorney, they have ways to play with language. So in depending on certain situations, no, I don't sit there and read the whole thing because I know I can read it all I want to, and it's, they have all the power on their side. And it depends mm-hmm. on what, what I'm engaging in, okay, like certain things. Mm-hmm. If you want your driver's license, yeah, there's small print, fine print, and all kind of legalese associated with getting a driver's license. Well, if you don't sign, you don't get it. If you need to go to work or go to the grocery <laughs> store, then you need your driver's license, right? So when well, I say consent, I don't just mean willingly, ignorantly. We have been cajoled into consenting. We have been tricked. We have been deceived into cooperating with people that we thought we could respect and count on that were supposed to be representing our, you know, our rights and so forth, but we found out that that's not the case. So I don't mean we're just blindly walking around stupid. Maybe some people don't think about it, but I was trained to read documents before I signed them. But I don't always do it. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, hey, you one of the few that do. Uh, well, yeah. you know, I'm kind of old, okay? A lot of things have changed mm. in my day and time. Do you hear about <laughs> the, you hear about uh-huh. the thousand dogs in San, San Diego? Uh, uh, people got a thousand of their pets chipped because they were running an ad just before the 4th of July that the noise from the firecrackers and the celebration would possibly make some of their pets jump over the fence or run out of the house and they would never be seen again. So they got 1,000 people to chip their dogs. Yeah. Are we next? <laughs> Easy. Easy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know, they're already doing it. They're already doing it in some companies. So when, well, I when know. They I mean, they, they, well, see, I first, know they had some. For, I'm sorry. I apologize. No, I was going to say. Uh, no, I was about to say, first, you know, they got to make sure everybody, they got to get the vaccinations mandatory first for everybody, you know, to where you, you know, I would buy somewhere, and they had a drive-through vaccination where people just drive through and get a food shot because it's that time of year. I'm like, wow, the people really knew. But it, it's coming. You know, like those that, that company, couple companies, I think it's a company here and a company in Australia, I think it's Australia, where they get the, they, they, the Employees are getting the chips in their hands. Oh, so it, it's it's coming. It's coming. They just have to figure out a way how to get everybody on board to, to have it done. Well, well, that's why I mentioned the dogs, because I know they had that out a, a decade or so ago about being able to chip your pet. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah. 
again, like you're saying, you know, they have to keep the herd moving in the direction that they want the herd to go. So they, you know, I, they send out all kind of literature and and different kind of things to keep the you know, right. the populace stimulated to do what they want them to do. But, again, that goes back to us, our consent. If we don't wake up and face reality of what's going on in our environment and think about what it's going to mean to the future of ourselves uh, and the society and the children, then if we just keep on going along with it, then I guess we, you know, I guess we deserve what we get. And, I mean, my, but it's very difficult because, uh, you know, you just say the wrong word and you can piss some people off about nothing. Oh, excuse me, that's slipped. <laughs> it's all right, but but you're right. You're right, and the question is, you know, and in, especially in today's society, is you know, as sensitive as it is, you know, you can only say certain things without offending somebody. But I think, and it's in my opinion that, you know, this this, this generations coming up are, are beginning to realize, you know, the the, the, the dangers of of what's ahead. You know, because they are beginning to read and, and, you know, listen, you know, to elders and things like that, some of them. And I, I think it's going to be all right because I think they will stand up eventually and be like, uh-uh, enough of this. This is this is not going to happen. Now, how successful they'll be, I don't know. Would I be around to see it? I don't know. But I, I, I have faith. I have faith now that, you know, it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I hope so, Mr. It's not going to be. It's not going to be. Well, you know, that's a conspiracy theory, or you just shell shocked, or you know, that's your PTSD. Go take your meds or whatever. It's not going to be that type of uh, environment any longer. In it's not. I think you're right, and you hit on something really important because I think the reason for that is because in our generation, I know I'm a little older than you, but you know, in our era, things were on the move. There was plenty of jobs, you know, people were making money, uh, that kind of thing. Then, you know, but now the younger generation are feeling the crunch. So that's why they're going to be more alert and they're going to do more thinking. We was doing a more partying than thinking. Right, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Had no idea what was going on around me. You know, as long as I can make it to the club on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and sometimes Sunday, or skate reading on Sunday. But yeah, I'm good. So I agree. <laughs> I agree. Oh, what about you, P? You there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, you want to get into this by letting this last caller in for the day? No, no, I'm just listening. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I'm going to put myself on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, you're going to beat him there? Are you serious? Hello? 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 Okay, I think that was a slip of the button. <laughs> that had to be a slip of the button. <laughs> oh, okay, we're going to try one more time, one more time. One more again, we're going to do it one more again. All right, triple one, are you there? I hear you, not, I hear you. Not, Hello? Not me, right? Not me, right? Yes, you. Oh, no, I'm just listening in. Thank you, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, thank you for listening. 
<laughs> All right. Oh, Lord have mercy. This has been a fun day. I don't know why, but it's been a fun day. But anyway, anyway, back to what the, you know we're talking about. Yeah, I, I do believe this generation, and, and Sister Goni, you brought up, you can unmute yourself. You brought up a good point uh, that, yes, 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 I think they are, you know, beginning to pay attention. Maybe because it's, it's the jobs, you know, aren't out there like they used to be. Uh, and, and, and if you listen to a lot of the, their music, which, you know, I can't understand, but they understand it, and, and it tells a story of, of what they're going through. And, you know, um, artists like, what's his name? Uh, 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 I want to say Lamar. Is it Lamar? Oh, I'm not familiar. Anyway, he's out of Compton. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm trying to think. He's out of Compton somewhere. But a lot of his music is, is speaking about uh, conditions today and what what needs to happen in the future. You know, so it, it, it's, there's hope. That's, I said all that, all that to say there is hope, without a doubt. I feel it. Now, you know, that's a big change from what I used to say, Sister Ngoni. Because remember, you used to ask me, I'd be like, well, no, I don't think so. <laughs> remember, that, remember that conversation? I do. <laughs> I said all the time, no, I don't think there's any, any hope left. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm looking now, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I can see it. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I can see it. But the question is, how many obstacles are we going to have to go around in, in the maze to get there? You know what I mean? And are we going to yeah. stay persistent enough to do it? You know, without well, the track of uh, just stop it. When you take, I'm glad to hear you have hope for the future, and I do too. I refuse to give up hope. It may be wishful thinking, whatever, but I just refuse to, you know, say that, uh, you know, there's no hope. Um, I am cynical. I'll admit I'm very cynical, but I, the reason I have hope is because when you consider thousands and thousands of years of history, if it be the truth, okay, then there's evidence mm-hmm. to show there's reason for hope because we're still here. Mm. Great point. Mm-hmm. Great point. Mm-mm-mm. That's all right there. That's a good point. And and the, the, the continue what you were saying, that is something that really is um, interesting that, you know, a lot of the young people, they are going back into history and, and, and seeing and finding the truth, you know, and bringing it and bringing it toward to them forward now. So yes, that is is a great thing. So that's I think that's why I have hope. And I think that you know the scriptures say you know that this is the end times, and I think it is the end of an era, an end of a age, uh, you know. And there's been several ends before, and the proof is buried in the ground. Buried in the ground? Yeah. Uh-huh. Of past okay, civilization. Okay, you lost me on that one. Of past oh, civilization. Okay. But okay, we don't okay. even we, uh, we don't even know, you know, we've been lied to so bad about history and how we evolved and all that. We they can't even answer how these uh, stone, you know, um how these civilizations where there's uh, stone structures and things are still left on the earth to show that they weren't some savages running around didn't know nothing. You can't even get a piece of hmm. paper in between some of them rocks and they're tons. They weigh tons. They're you know? tons. Yeah. Tons, you're right. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> had to have knowledge right. of, 
Yeah, they had to have higher knowledge of, of something, you know, so we're still here. So there's still evidence on the face of the earth to show that there have been many civilizations that come and go. But I think it's sort of like, uh, you know, the birth cycle. You're born or, you know, you come into this world, you you grow, you learn, you have experiences, and then you move out. So civilizations and societies do the same thing. I think we forget, you know, nothing is static. Everything hmm. changes, so I guess we just have to change with it. <laughs> yeah. I want to ask okay. T. Ross, does she think it's the end of the world, or do you think it's the end of the age? No, it's not the end of the world yet. It's definitely the end of an age because we are constantly growing and constantly changing. You know, so so no, it's not the end of the world yet. Although they they you know these are the signs of the times. You know, of, of things that. That were destined to come, and mm-hmm. yes, ma'am, it's in the revelation. To, yeah, we have to we have to recognize that. But no, 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 these are the end times, but it's not the end yet. Not yet. Mm. Not yet. Mm. Well, according to some folk, it is. You know, I think when well, time has passed already, so. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And how many times, how many times has that been said, and then decades are still yet gone by, and the end ain't here yet? I actually remember when I was growing up in Ohio, I was probably about 11 or 12, where there were people that left, sold their homes, moved out west to move into caves mm-hmm. and and said it was the end of the world, and then they ran that on us again, 2012. Mhm. Mhm. Oh, don't forget 1999, and at the millennium, it yeah. was the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. was all the computers yeah. and everything, the world was supposed to explode from that. Yep. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, they do love wow. to play with our minds, don't they? Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. They ignore yes, that because they they don't. Know. <laughs> they don't. If it comes, it, it you know if it comes and when it comes, it comes. You're you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna know the time, you know. So quit trying to predict and and just put people in a panic or to stimulate the economy because you know that in 1999, the year 2000. You know, all those people went out and brought bunkers. They brought all this this security equipment. They brought all of this stuff and all these backup batteries for their data systems and all of this stuff. And what happened? We know. Everything continued to function as it were. And we know who laughed all the way to the bank, don't we? Okay, exactly. (laughs) See, because like you say, at at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's all about the profit margin. It's all about the money. And if I can create, they still it. do it today, and they, they still do it today. Uh-huh. If I can create enough uh, a propaganda or enough panic to get people to go into their savings or to get people to go into their retirement and, and, and spend that money, that's a bigger profit for me. Mm-hmm. You're right. And, and, of course, we've said it before, the easiest way to control the people, keep them fearful. You know, keep them fearful. See, and that goes back to the quote that we had today. You know, why go why go backwards? Hmm. See, you know, if you, if you don't have hope, what is there? There is fear. 
So he ended up going backwards. See? Well, so, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think it's time to get up out of here, y'all. Uh, it's been it's been a good day. All right, Sister Angoni, give me some last words of wisdom. Well, I don't know if I have any wisdom, but I again want to thank you for having me on your show. It's good to hear your voice, T. Ross, too. And I'm disagreeing with you that we just have to, like she said, stay out of fear as much as we can, have the courage to look at what is, not what we think it ought to be or what we wish it was, but what is, and then we're in a better position to be able to know what to do about it. And mostly the work has got to be done with inside of ourselves. I do believe. Mm, okay. All right. <laughs> Have a good day. All right. You too, sister. Go to thank you. All right. Partner in crime, help me out here. Give me, give me the last words. Where yet? Hey, Miss Ross, are you there? Okay, she, we must have lost her again. All right, well, my my last words are simple and easy. You know, just be true to yourself. Just be true to yourself. I'm not going to get in all the day. See, those the deep, they the deep people. I'm a simple person. <laughs> you know, hey, just be true to yourself. If you're true to yourself, everything else, okay, nobody bother you because you know who you are. You know who you are. If you don't, look in the mirror and figure it out. It'd be standing right there in front of you. Right there in front of you. All right? So, that's going to do it for us today, man. It's been fun. I appreciate everybody who's hanging out with us. We'll be back Friday uh, with a guest, actually. Um, a guest with some financial tips. You know, we often use some financial tips. You know, so that that should be a good show. Um, so, make sure you're here. Tell your friends about it. So, we can go on and help us. You know, because that's part of the issue. That's part of the issue that we do have, um, you know, when it comes to wealth. We don't teach our kids, uh, you know, anything about that. And part of the problem is because we don't know anything about it. Let's be honest, we don't. A lot of us are, are financially uh, illiterate, okay? So we would have this young lady on, and, you know, she could give us some, some ideas and secrets to, to making some things work. And hopefully it would be the beginning of passing something on to our kids, our our, our Children, I ain't calling them kids because kids are baby goats. Our children and grandchildren, of course. All right, so like I said, it's been fun. I got to run. Um, just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation. Forgive with the open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy. All right, so we're going to take you all out of here with some Derek Gibbert. He was on the show Friday. Humble, nice young man, you know, and he left me some music for you. So, <laughs> of course, we played this Friday. I just like it so much. All right, so y'all have a good man, and we see y'all Friday. Have a good week. I'm out. Have you ever felt like you just walking by? Like nobody